0: Welcome to Parade of Dicks. I am your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. And we have Allegra spread in the house today. Hi. Hi. Okay, so I'm going to get right into it. Ooh. I it. Do it. No do foreplay,
1: need... just ram it in. Do
0: you want a dick disqualifier? Hell yeah. Oh, it's been a while. Do it. It has been a while. Okay, but this one's deep. Ooh.
1: Deep penetration? Really deep.
0: No. Ram. <sighs> Someone who's, who's not uh, emotionally available for intimacy. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, okay. I don't feel like we've talked about that before. We haven't talked about intimacy before. No, Maybe not this way. This is this is specific in emotional availability. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think this runs rampant with um, men. Yep. So, mm-hmm. thousand percent. I think it's a good dick disqualifier. Do you think you're emotionally available? No. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> well,
1: that was his <laughs> first answer. Yeah. That was very no. much a gut reaction. <laughs> so, do we I have think it here. if I am I emotionally available? Yeah. Or are, unavailable. Or
0: are you emotionally intelligent?
1: I think so. I think the reason why, especially recently, I've been doing well with the um dating scene mm-hmm. uh, is people are surprised when it the bar for guys right now is so low.
2: Mm-hmm. So low. Right?
1: Critically low. If you just listen it's bare just minimum. Say hi or like text Lower them good than morning. That and then just you know text me when you get home kind of thing they're surprised that you're actually you know well
0: people don't know how to interact with humans anymore
1: because it's tough to be nice because a lot of people i understand a lot of people went through a lot of shit and they don't want to take care of people that don't take care of them but again you know how are you going to change the cycle if you're not going to be good to other people so i think i i think i am i and even if i am i still want to work on being even more Uh, emotionally mature and if it means availability communication or just understanding of other people i would want to do that and what made you think of this particular dick disqualifier nothing
0: Nothing at all have you just have you ever met uh women that were emotionally unavailable
1: yes um i mean we were talking about the 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 person that I am consistently seeing now. Uh huh. Um, oh,
0: in that in the last episode. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, so
1: it's uh it's quite the same. Sirens are on our end. Um, uh, it's quite the same. Um, she has had some traumatic experience in partnerships before, so she is, uh, what do you call this? Um, slightly gated. So she's un- She's opening her gates bit by bit. So. Oh,
0: slightly gated. I was like, what did he just say? <laughs> Like she walks weird, yeah <laughs> Gate,
1: your yeah, so there's a there's a little bit like the the longer that we the more that we hang out, the more that we talk, the more that she opens up experiments, not only you know verbally or in communication terms, but also even just physical terms, like now she feels very safe,
0: do you to, think that's a matter of giving someone the time and space, or do you think like some people just aren't, and you just have to let them not be?
1: I think it's both ways I, I i really firmly believe that there's somebody
0: or do you have to push them and dig like i like to do? <laughs> let me in there
1: definitely not dig. Give me,
0: tell me no. what are you thinking and feeling and
1: but it's always uh uh it's two-way street because one Crowbar. people will not be emotionally available to people that are not worth the risk of opening themselves it's up. It's a risk assessment. It's 110 percent yeah. yeah. But you also need to uh really just risk it. You just really need to yeah. be able to be willing to make yourself feel happiness or vulnerable. Pain. Oh, like people, I mean disappointment. Disappointment. Absolutely. Some people hey, and you know, we're talking a lot about negative stuff, but some people they just want to be loved less. They don't want too much attention. They just want a certain level because everything more or anything above a certain level they feel overwhelmed and that's, we know, you know...
0: Oh, I that. love that. I love to be overwhelmed with love.
2: It also really depends on kind of like your your situation with how you were raised and uh-huh. how much like physical touch and how much emotional vulnerability that you have within your own family life. Like I had an interesting conversation with my partner recently when she was asking me about like, you know, the, the, the journey of my vulnerability, which used to be not really, you know, existent. I mean, I was... I think vulnerable for a time in my life for one little pocket and I mean I got burned a couple times but I was still ready to kind of like risk assess and go straight back in there and then I had some really traumatic experiences which completely cut off my emotional availability and every um, every kind of relationship since then I've been trying to build an arsenal to you know Create this like risk, like foolproof risk assessment plan to try and be vulnerable, but not fuck myself over in mm. the same process. And like you know, she would ask me things like, you know, oh, like make comments like, oh, I forget that like you weren't hugged much as a child, and that you don't like hug your siblings and things oh, like that. Okay. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't grow up as like a uh, a touchy person, or like my mom would like you know make me hug her when she was like sad and be like "Oh, fine i'm a human cat so so then it's like punishment it wasn't even that it was also like and you know it was a different it was a different thing too because i was also like you know my i was parenting myself and i was my mother's parent too and Mm -hmm. like her carer so it was a very different situation for me as like an adult like a child parent is very weird situation how do you feel
0: about hugging now then um I still sometimes struggle with it. I
2: appreciate that the one thing that you know is one of the things rather that's super super helpful of this like uh, what you you both as old, you know slightly older it's from a different generation people. Uh-huh. No, I'm I'm saying this because I y'all just turned are twenty five because people from generations the above age. that are older than me are saying that they'd grew up in a time where all this consent stuff was just like not a thing, but mm-hmm. people asking me now before they go in for a hug is super, super helpful because I physically do not want to be touched. Some of the time, like I was having a, um, You know, a rage quit in the basement of the wardrobe that I supervised for in an off Broadway production the other day. And one of the stage managers asked, she, you know, she felt really bad for me and she was like, Can I hug you? And I said, No, it's okay, but thank you for asking. Because back in the day, I remember like people would just come up and bum rush me and like try to hug me and I would just be trapped in this physical contact that I did not want to have. And physical contact is triggering for me in certain ways because of my traumatic background. So it's like, you know, one of the great thinks about this, you know, kind of like consent generation is very much that people are fucking asking before going in for the physical touch. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side of that, sometimes I had a conversation with my partner the other day being like, sometimes like I don't want you to like have to ask me before you touch me and she's like but then I definitely have to ask you sometimes because you <laughs> right. don't want to be touched all the time and I'm like yes it's very difficult
0: we're both trying to figure it out <laughs> and we're both trying to navigate this and if you don't forward. do that then on we're moving the flip side she yeah. has to accept be okay with rejection if she goes in for the hug without yeah. asking and you're like please don't touch me right now Yeah, and she has to not take that personally and yeah. that's hard we're
2: definitely working it's something that we're both trying to actively be really really vocal yeah. with and it's a practice like trying to get so like, on board with this emotional availability thing like me being very open and vulnerable all the time if i'm taxing, upset about
0: something i will go away i will go like same. in the bathroom I'm a
2: i like to self-soothe i'm like get the oh, fuck no. away from
0: me let me finish oh i'll go in the bathroom because i'm upset mm. but then i want to be followed in be the followed. bathroom oh. yeah and hugged even if i'm like ah. And then and then hugged and pet my hair. But do you give people, tell like, the steps? Okay. Like, do
2: you tell give them a kit of, like, this is how to... Well, or time. I'll, like, peek out. Crack I'll, like, peek code. out. And I'm,
0: like, ahem. why aren't you hugging me? Him. <laughs> I said, him, yeah. I am a queen. It's yeah. weird. Like, this is, I used to do that. Yeah, I, I kind of you. do, but but my partner's not comfortable mm-hmm. with doing that. Because... He's not super emotionally available, and so he doesn't. Um, he doesn't feel comfortable. He's like wants me to stop crying. I'm like, I don't need to stop crying. I need you to comfort me. Those are two different things. Yeah. 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 You have to just
1: go through your emotions sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's my, what my therapist says. So I'm hoping someday that'll happen. My that brothers and my dad, like side. my mom, would
2: be like wailing, like full tilt, having a full scale. Sure, like, yeah. What meltdown. if I just want to have a moment? And they would exactly. She was having a moment, right? Yeah. And they would just be like, ah, and just like make a sound and be like, nope, not dealing, and they would disappear. And they'd be like, you deal with it. And I'd be like, nah, bitch, you fucking stay here and you look this shit in the face and you like maybe ask. Why, how did you get to this point? Why right. are you mm. crying? Or like, what How? What can I do for you in this moment? Or do you just want to be left alone to your pool of tears? Yep. Sure. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just that like, that little check-in, like, can I help you in this moment? Or do you
0: want to be left with your feelings? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So my partner disappears into a room, sometimes for days, if he's mad about something, even if it's something stupid, even if it's something you shouldn't be mad about. It's so super insular. Gone, uh, it's a whole ball of wax. But um, I have to just like let him do that man and and i want to like knock five minutes later and be like are you ready to talk yet you know because that's my thing checking in yeah and
1: it's it's like we all have have a
0: fight you got to work it out so at some point like you can't just hide
1: we all have like weird (laughs) Every or you person.
0: Can <laughs> until you can't anymore and you have to pee until your partner's moved out and yeah. then you peek out yeah. and you're like oh, oh. <laughs> nuclear they really win- left me alone <laughs> nuclear winter has started <laughs> Shit.
1: no like every person is different like my my partner i i my default is this isn't always our
0: whole subject so wrap
1: it up yeah so like my <laughs> my my default is to always again like what you mentioned if somebody's upset i want to be there i want to run after somebody, ask what I can do. Uh, my partner doesn't like that. Sometimes I always ask her, like, you haven't sp- spoken in an hour. Are you still good? Like, yes, <laughs> I'm still good. I'll talk when I want to talk. It's like, okay, cool. Cause like I, for me, uh, prolonged oh, silence. It's a, it
0: is a trap though. No, but, but it's it, totally a trap.
1: Well, Depends on the person because, again, my partner is like a super introvert.
0: No, it does depend on the person, but I'm mm-hmm. saying sometimes it's a trap. Yes. Because yeah. then, like, I'll just be quiet, even though I'm mad about something and I'm just like processing my feelings. And then I keep it cute. Yeah. And then if he's checking in and then I say what it is, then he's mad at whatever I said. Mm-hmm. So then you it's get a trap. In yeah. That way. yeah. It's yeah. tough. It's definitely a hard thing to Relationships are navigate. the
2: worst. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a. thick and moldy it's like
0: agreeing to a job that you will never get paid for or get your time back or your vacation days wow Mm. it is yeah that's just like i know i sound really positive no i'm just like that's a really like super positive hard hitting way to think about it (laughs) i'm i'm told there's benefits (laughs) i haven't gotten my package yet i'm enjoying
1: my benefits but
0: yeah,
2: emotional availability is a hard thing. I definitely think it's a practice. I'll like also like trying to figure out if you don't communicate the same way as whoever it is you're fucking or fighting with or whatever, then like trying to get on their level is so much harder. If you have no but idea I think people don't, what that's their why we have the is, love languages. I was gonna mention the love languages. <laughs> yes, good. We are both obviously like, you know, have those baby boomer parents that are like, Skin on skin, love languages, yes retreats, you know what I mean, all that kind of shit. I'm like, does it work? Sometimes. But like, you know, it's interesting to know. Ow, I just fully cracked my tooth. Um, (laughs) It's interesting to know how different people communicate. Like, my partner is a cancer and I'm an Aries. So when she doesn't want to fucking talk, she's a crab. She's like, no, bitch, I'm in my shell. You can't (laughs) snip, snip. You know what I mean? Like, she's got her pinchy, pinchy hands. Uh And I'm like, I'll light your fucking crab shell shell on fire. fire. (laughs) I'm going to boil you until you tell me what's wrong. But it's great because now she feels like she can... You know, she's got the traumatic background too in a whole totally different way. So like, you know, now that she feels like she has the space to crawl out of her little crab shell and say, I'm not happy with this thing. And I don't immediately shoot her down. Sometimes I do. And that's on me. And I have to like take a step back. And she's like, you're doing the thing again where I finally tell you what it is and you're getting mad. And I'm like, fuck, my bad. Sorry. I'm like a fiery asshole. I'm trying my best. Yeah. But yeah. it's like it's a fucking We do what we can cuz it's like, a process.
1: Sometimes we don't have the answers to. Sometimes it's going to take our, our whole
2: lives to yeah. sort gut, it out. it's a gut reaction yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. What I,
0: else did you want to talk about? Oh, the actual subject for today I wanted to talk about was being pretty. Ooh. Oh. Uh, so, okay. This uh, is the thinker for all of us, okay? So for example, Janelle wants adoration. More than anything, he would love to be the sexy guy in the room, right? Once in
1: my life. Because he thinks that
0: that's a really nice feeling. Yes. Okay. And I am oftentimes seen that way. But I do not see myself that way most of the time. And it actually makes me really uncomfortable when I'm on the train and someone's staring at me and I go home and I will say to my partner, like, do I have something on my face? Do I look weird today? Like, because I'm so uncomfortable, like, I don't understand why people are. And on the flip side, like, because I don't want that attention sometimes, I'll look like like you would say a fucking potato. So at the gym, I wear baggy clothes and I look around at all the girls in like their cute little outfits and whatever. And they're like trying to be cute at the Gym and I'm like, I'm here to work out. I don't care about Ooh, any of that face
2: all. Like, you're gonna get fucking
0: breakouts. Relax. I don't want to be well sometimes I do because I come from work to the gym, right? Different so I'll have face. my lipstick on. A face for the gym and but, a like, my face hair is frizzy, the frizzy totally and my hair is like frizzy or whatever and I'm like I look like garbage but at the same time like I want to be left alone so it's a weird thing when you have had that a to not mm-hmm. and I know you went through that because Absolutely. You used to not and I super femme and worked I'm still super, super hard femme. yeah i still on, turn looks on a regular basis well you, you turn them but it used to be like your full-time sort of thing oh, when yeah. i met you yeah and then you were like i've been wearing a lot of makeup which is the only reason why i potatoed down today fair enough um but you shared the experience with me and we're kind of figuring it out for yourself at that time yeah of like you weren't getting Hit on by queer people because you looked too straight because you were so pretty and femme. And I said to you, Well, like, that's a choice. You can choose whatever you want. And then you became sort of like a queerdo. And then after that, you got dressed in- as a queerdo. Yeah. Yeah. You, so, yes, yeah, sorry. Aesthetically, thank you for that. Aesthetically, totally different. Yeah. I was like, I've always been a queerdo,
2: but yeah. the aesthetic was. not like, you're
0: butch a lot of times and stuff like that. And, and then you became a drag queen. And then you went out for the first time in drag and you were like oh my god and people treated you different which we talked about this too so i wanted to talk about this idea that like first of all we can choose it on yeah, or absolutely off, um or some people can choose it on and yeah. off and janelle would really like to make that choice 100%. but also the up or downside to either of those okay. so thoughts
1: so it it actually like what you mentioned it's sometimes gender or physical based the reason why you Aptly mentioned that I would like to be adored. I would want to feel pretty for once in my life. I have never felt pretty. Ever. Just so
0: you know, I'm picturing right now you in like a <laughs> like a frilly n- robe, and someone like brushing your hair oh. and telling With you a how pr- p- yeah, <laughs> 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 what midriff? No, na- 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 maybe na- na- some na- na- eyeshadow, some nail polish. little I just mean, pretty girl, it's just a, I do a drag makeover like, for L. <laughs> for the oh for my his god,
1: podcast? no, we're, we're people what are, are going to die. <laughs> no, but it's more like I just for once. You both are horrible. Well, it's your, I it's your really, brain. I also really
2: want to do that. Like Asian faces are like so androgynous and beautiful, you, you, like and perfect for drag. Come when on. I had
1: long hair for years, me, I was begging my ex-wife to do a couples costume, and I really wanted to be Pocahontas because I would have rocked fucking Pocahontas. Yes. and she was just like super white person. She could have been just like John Smith. Oh, but, oh but, my god. She but she just hated couples costumes. But the thing is, like again. I have never felt handsome in my entire life and we want things that we don't experience. So I So
0: right. So what do you think comes with that?
1: It's more of uh, you there's less barrier to a connection. You know, most people, especially with in bigger stranger? city. St- strangers, coworkers, employees. Um, you a, think
0: beautiful people feel more connected?
1: Yeah. Beauty in general will make people lower their defenses quicker and beauty is a, a broad term You're sometimes sure. beauty is disarming sure. yeah might be an aura might be the way you dress you the way you talk the way that you whatever but usually a big part of beauty is physical uh you know look and, mm-hmm. and attraction so if you know we are in the northeast uh we're in the united states the general easy look will be you know a tall white dude is the ten. that that's why they've had so much privilege so so long because they use whatever they have to their advantage that an I, oppression yeah and i've never had that again i've never i've never gone to a bar nobody has ever picked me up ever i've picked one girl up at a bar in my entire life and we were both smashed drunk so that's that's just because Maybe it's a perpetual cycle that I I don't feel handsome. That's why other people don't. But But do you
0: think you're handsome? I'm not. Because I think it's a little bit of your self-perception. Absolutely. It's a self-perception and energy. The way you carry yourself. Because you can choose, as I just said, that we sometimes do, you can choose to be. So if you bought, like, you buy some expensive things, you buy Mm -hmm. expensive toys, like electronic things and lights say say savers Saber. savers Saber. savers
1: what's my lightsaber in this conversation
0: I don't fucking know it's yeah. eco-friendly okay um <laughs> so you buy things like that. But if you were buying designer clothes and watches yeah. and, you know, going to the best stylist to have your hair done and your barber and doing all of those things. And facials microdermabrasion, and your, things, you and can... and your yeah. pedicure and manicure yeah. and whatever I mean, the fuck else. And you spent money on your tattoos. Like, to some degree, there's a lot of it you can wear. And you can also wear the idea that you're a sexy person when you're out at a club, which I think you do try to do. Yeah. Because you try to have lots of people around you, lots of beautiful women, and you want to be like... Like the life of the party you don't like being there by yourself so i think in some ways you're trying to wear that with that do you know what i mean 100 people can do that 100%. I think you can vibe off other people's energy too who oh. make you feel hot as well like you know there were those popular girls in school that were like <sighs> not good looking awful yeah.
2: no but is their energy absolutely it, it and is. it's not even just like a capitalism thing like you know obviously in the united mm-hmm. states capitalism says like if you're gonna put your feet in sandals make sure they're motherfucking pedicured mm-hmm like you know make sure you don't have a fucking like black toenail I'm pointing at myself here but it's also like that's a huge investment too but it's definitely more of a mindset and an energy like sometimes even if you're not even if you're just feeling good um, people will pick up on that energy even if you're not putting it out there so at this same dance party where I I was on Molly I was filming recording for the people that I was there working for as their makeup artist in the crowd and I was standing at the very very back of the venue wasn't in the thick of the mosh bit of the dance and it was like sweaty and there was like queer people everywhere and this person was like kind of standing near me and kept trying to like was like looking at me and kept trying to like vibe me into their energy sphere to dance with me or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, I do not have time for this right now. Like this person's like obviously, you know, very, very hard trying to get into my peripherals yeah. and shit. And I was like, damn, I'm really not, I'm having a good night. I'm not trying to put out that kind of energy, but she's obviously vibing of the fact that I feel hot and I feel good today, but I'm also in the middle of working because so it's really fucking annoying, but it's an energy, absolutely. Yeah, like, but,
1: but again, the energy Feel is- hot,
2: look hot. My you favorite word,
1: as you both might know, is inertia. If you grew up feeling seen, feeling attractive, that just kind of uh, rolls through more and more as you grow up. But... It's oh, ugly, I don't know ugly, that that's no, true. I don't think
2: that's true at all. What about ugly duckling syndrome? Well, you know I mean what I that's mean? the thing
1: because I so was a
2: mad uggo as a kid. No one wanted to go anywhere near me. I was a brick face. Come on, like that's not fair.
1: Inertia, inertia doesn't mean that you're never gonna you're never gonna move. It's right. like if oh, you just okay. need a different nudge. I'm you're saying
2: it's yeah, innate. Yeah. Like you, you grow, you know, you you are ugly. You grow up ugly. You <laughs> stay <laughs> ugly. You die <laughs> ugly. That's what I thought you were saying. And I'm like, that's not that true at all. Goes against every
0: teen movie ever. ever. Oh yeah, everyone there's something for everybody too.
1: It's more like it's it's. It's not that it's never gonna happen, and then there are days that I, I, you know, I do feel like I do feel cool because I have really, really cool friends. I have you guys. So feeling I, cool, cool and feeling
2: pretty are two very different
1: things. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes I just want that, you know, like both of you. At some point in time, you walk into a place and people will, you'll, they'll turn their, you, they do the the double, double, the, dub, the double take, or the like looking you up and down, and then turning to their I'm friends and going, go but like, like that. you feel
0: like. It's not a good feeling.
1: For you now, because you've, you've experienced it so much and not in the way that you would want it, right? So for me, people see me, but they look at me, it's like I'm either a really, really cool friend or their gay best friend. I don't want that looked either some some people would want to be the, the the friend of everybody
0: It's just you want it from the hot person that you also feel that towards that You yeah. want to fuck uh, well, but you, you don't want it from the like context. the homeless guy on the corner
1: 100% and because I've improbable. had the
0: homeless guy on the corner say inappropriate <laughs> things to me and I'm like, ew. Now I feel bad about myself. <laughs> I've had the random neighborhood guy say you want to lick my asshole while I'm trying to carry
2: my goddamn 80 pounds of laundry like suck a dick, bro. I don't carry your laundry it. then <laughs> I don't ever want people to carry my laundry because I'm afraid they'll run away with my underwear. I can't afford to buy more.
0: (laughs) I'm already on my holy granny panties from the dollar store. <laughs> but if tuffs. you're not carrying it and they're carrying 80 pounds, it's really likely that you'll be able to catch up with them. Not the point. It doesn't make me feel pretty. <laughs> it makes me feel skeevy. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's about context
2: as well. E- e- you know, exactly. In the what context you mean. of performing. Uh, for I example, want someone
0: who wants to lick my sweaty asshole when I'm carrying 80 pounds of laundry. That's my guy. You want like a laundry taint? A laundry taint lick? Yeah. That's what you're looking for? <laughs> no, I mean I want someone that's like that down for it. Yeah. Oh. Doesn't matter. Yeah. how disgusting I, I am. They think I'm that hot and they yeah. don't do it. Exactly. That's, how, and that's a that's, too. And that's, that's what
1: I'm saying. Like even at your, uh, I don't need to exert that aura because You, you can want to be, it. you know, so, and that's something, sweet
2: potato. Yeah.
1: I mean, but again, there's just some aesthetically pleasing looking things out there it's when we New look York at like, it's so unfortunate that's,
2: we're in like yeah. one of the hottest cities yeah. in the world yeah. like you got a lot of competition out there but i mean so do we in terms of like yeah. you know like going to a job interview or going to any kind of casting or going to any kind of you know situation where your aesthetic outside maybe in any way uh-huh. kind of on like a judging scale like it could really like there's so many times where even like as somebody who used to do like modeling and stuff, now that I have more visible tattoos and I'm like a little curvier than I used to be, they're like, absolutely not. Too fat, too inked, can't do it. And I'm like, okay. So like, I'll never do a corporate, like, you know, you know, big, um, you know, event, dumb, fucking stupid, sit around, (laughs) do some fans for 10 minutes and get 500 sweet dollar dues. You know what I mean? Like this is not on the cards but it's also kind of like that's fine because sometimes those gigs suck (laughs) so it's like trying to think about the context of like sometimes that situation, there are so many beautiful people that are Horribly miserable on the inside, and also yep. do not believe that they have any yep. inner beauty. And that well, self love yeah. is yep. really feeds that energy mm-hmm. of this outer, inner, outer, like this crux, like this kind of boundary that gets, you know, you gotta. F- it is, there it is, partially like, this fake it till you make it situation where, you know, if you tell yourself enough that you are worth. Um, you know, being looked at and you let people look at you, it's a vulnerable thing that right. people will want to be around you. Yeah. like they like, if you let people look at you, like really look at you and the vulnerability is this like weird thing but where is people it, are attracted is it to energy. Really,
0: if you're a performer, is it really being vulnerable? It's
2: partially, yeah.
0: It's partially, but we put on our mask. We put on our mask of makeup and our costumes and all that stuff. So, I mean, the connection is different though. Like, I mean, there's situations and where... And the energy like, is different. You yeah. put that on, you're like a totally different person.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was actually talking with... Uh, this is actually a really topical thing. So there's a the most recent winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, Evie Oddly, just, has just become under fire on Twitter for refusing to take photos with fans after the show. There are meet and greets that go for hours. They have a super tight schedule. They have to get onto a five o'clock flight after their shows all the time. They have handlers. Mm-hmm. They've been tucked for 12 hours and need sure. to pee. And also, this person is disabled, so it's kind of like a whole extra fucking thing. But like, at the end of the day, they're like putting a boundary out to say that like, look, if I want to say no to a picture after, you can't say that I'm the worst human being for setting a boundary for myself. And I was explaining to my partner, I was like, there are so many times after like a drag show or burlesque show, there is no way in hell that I want to talk to some random fucking dude, a bizarre Bushwick about how much they loved my Dr. act. But I do and I stay and I say, thank you so much for coming and have the little kiki and then I'll go home and cry later. You know what I mean? Right. Because at that moment, you're important to that person for whatever the reason that they're excited to talk to you and be around you. And it's not fair to take that away from people all the time unless they're like super creepy. But it's like, you know, it's this weird thing where it's like, they saw this apparition, this kind of like creation of your own like making, which is so like, you know, it's completely fabricated so much of the time, particularly as performers. So it's so interesting that like, that energy, like there was even a time when from Queer Cruising, because my name was on there as my burlesque name, uh-huh. this girl spent fucking two hours talking about how obsessed she was with Moulin Rouge and, you know, the concept of the Nicole Kidman's character and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I got to stab you right there. That's not my like muggle name. It's not my real name. It's right. not how I That's identify. not how you're going to show up to her apartment to fuck. Absolutely not. And it was yeah. really this like polarizing thing where I was just like, I would like to be seen as a human being in this moment. And she was just like, stuck on this idea of this ideal beauty. Right. This Baz Luhrmann fucking
0: Well, concoction. that's why I wonder so like, if you would really like it because you really want to be adored for you. And so... I if- just want
1: to... No, know. I feel that it's just... It'll make it slightly easier. It's it just... Being seen would be... It will amplify the connections that I could have with more friends and more people. Because even at work...
0: See, and I think it, in some ways it makes it easier because there's no pretense. They're, they're yes. not hanging out with you because you're beautiful. They're not fucking you because, you know, they're just attracted to you. They have to genuinely like you as a person or like what you do to their genitals. It's not just because they're like... Oh, you laugh yeah, but, but i do no, done no, 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 no yeah but, absolutely and you're like this person is so they're, boring but oh they're pretty God. to look at there and was, they're like I'm attracted to them but like not at all mentally yeah there were guys that were hot hot as fuck
2: but they were dumb as rocks and sometimes and they and were like, like again, uh, uh, hey, sometimes they were good at sex sometimes they weren't
0: it, and it was business dick at that point and you can't be taken too, seriously so, as a beautiful you know, person because people think it, you're a you, fucking sh- moron so they write you off immediately well the thing
1: is like you you're lower no respect it's not about that lower respect but you can it's easier to surprise them them after that because change what you just mentioned a while but you're ago you're
0: not going to change their mind because they've already decided well, based on what you 100
1: but you were just telling you were saying a while ago that you think that you're hanging they're hanging out with you because of your looks x y and z Ch- change that variable looks you can be uh, concerned about other things. Maybe they're just hanging out with you because you're ugly. They they they, may, they look pretty around you. Maybe they're hanging out with you because you buy them drinks or you have money or you have connections. There's always something other other, capital, other, other things assets. that you you might be wary of when you're connecting and being good people.
2: Right.
1: In my humble opinion,
2: you can be catfished in more ways. Hundred percent for sure. And I'd
1: rather be I'd rather be uh, um, judged by looks because that's easier to. Um, uh, like It's easier to, to To kind of like Change their mind That you Have substance Rather than You already have substance And then convince you Convince them Of something else
0: mm. That's just
1: me I'm just, just saying just It can I be out. very
0: lonely Could be Because like You've never been picked up Because you're good looking But if you're So good looking, good looking. That people don't want to talk to you Because they feel like You're like t- Yeah You're intimidating Or you're a bitchy Or and then you're you, whatever
1: you do, you do the picking up Then
0: No thanks <laughs> Not interested at all. Grow some fucking balls. Like, no. 100%. Yeah.
1: Well.
2: I think it's perception, all of it. And Mm -hmm. it's energy and like what the other person's looking for. I've definitely been in a room where like, you know, when I was doing stand-up still too, like going into the bar, like trying to not so much like categorize the people that are in the room, but trying... Read the room, right? Read the vibe, and I'm like, okay, hey, what what am I up against here? Like, sure, who is p- potentially gonna not laugh at my joke on purpose, right? <laughs> or like, you know, who is here to like not actually, you know, do comedy but to try and pick up and fuck somebody later? And like, you know, trying to read the that kind of all that soci- socio economical climate or whatever is really interesting too because there are people that would dress down specifically yep. for that kind of thing or dress up specifically for that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And like sometimes you miss the mark or whatever, but it's all about energy too. So sometimes there's many As a times woman, I feel
0: like even more so you can turn a room off if you've overdressed or underdressed. Absolutely, because ev- the pressure is like, you know, to be...
2: Being watched and, you know, be consumable yeah. is so huge. Like, it's just this, it's a so crazy phenomenon. So which makes phenomenon. you more comfortable, potato self or uh, gorgeous self? I feel a lot more comfortable existing in the outside, like the public space when I am turning a look of some kind. Whatever whatever energy I decided to adapt sure. like today because I'm going to a drag show after this. I wanted to go in Dragnito. I didn't want to go in a face because I don't want to distract from the other performers there because mm-hmm. I don't want people to like, you know, rush over and say, oh, my God, you haven't been to any shows right. in six months. I'm aware because I'm broke as fuck. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like I want to kind of hide in the back and say, good job guys and then sneak out and Irish goodbye and fuck off back to the other Which side of Brooklyn. Which makes you feel better. But... Uh, Better is kind of like a hard – I don't know. It's that it's better so much. But sometimes like when I am turning – Turning a look, even just for work. Like, it, you know, like, and I'm I'm sure. not on stage mm-hmm. most of the time. Now I'm backstage. I'm washing people's dirty, sleeping at taints, dirty fucking jock straps and sweaty costumes after a show. But I will still turn a look because I'm on the floor and I'm visible to people and all the people that come up to me and say, oh my God, your outfit's amazing. I'm like, thank you. Because they're acknowledging that I put effort into my appearance right. and I can still feel like part of the performative immersive environment. Sure. I feel good like in that context where people are like you know congratulating me for the hard work and years of practice that I have putting myself together in a way that's like publicly like I mean, I celebrated in that like, way it depends on the and the energy sure. I'm having that day
0: I I, I dress various ways for whatever I'm doing But I feel better when I'm dressed than when I'm not dressed. Yeah, for sure. But when I'm not dressed, or when I'm not trying to, if I'm just looking professional to go to my day job or whatever, like I don't want to be bothered by people. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable to be bothered by people. It makes me uncomfortable to be objectified when I feel like a potato, or when I'm at the gym just trying to like stretch out, just fucking exist. Yeah, like so. I don't know. I just. Just want to talk about it because I don't think it's the end all be all, and I oh, think course. you idolize it so much, and and it's actually really, really, really lonely sometimes. And I know that sounds like boohoo on me, but like, you know, it's just not. Again, and but uh, like I come home and I'm like, is something wrong? Does my hair look fun? like? <laughs> Wait, mm-hmm. something hanging out? Do I have, <laughs> Do I have like a pimple? Yeah, like what is wrong? For it's sure. lonely at the
1: top. It's lonely at the bottom too. And that's just you know yeah. we have different worlds, and that's that's why it's good to just you know, surround yourself with as many diverse for sure, energies or personalities and people at ethnicities as you can so you can understand the wildly different things. Because, yeah. like, you know, I have weird things too. People look at me and then they feel uncomfortable how hard I work at work. Sure. But for me, it's just like, no, this is just regular. This is easy for me.
2: And some people, that's just their normal. Like, yeah. I'm a very hard it's worker like- too. And people are like, oh, wow, you're always yeah. working so hard in such long hours. I'm like, yeah, but that's my normal yeah. So I'm not gonna sit there and say, "Well, you're a lazy fuck because you only work like two days a week." I but that's like that's a (laughs) that's a personal thing. But like you know, there are ways to practice this like self love. Like I used to do this like self love Saturday thing where I would look in a mirror and observe my body, like mostly naked, and decide like from the top to the bottom, I would try and pick out things other than my face or like my problem areas that I'm always nitpicking at, like you know. Whatever area I hate on the day, you know what I mean. Try to attract, you know, give more emphasis on things that I do like about myself. Yeah. Like some days I'm like my hands are elegant. Other days I'm like my calves are really nice or my thighs are really strong. You know, there are other things to harness to really get that idea of beauty in your. Yeah, own you you, you that can com- not. You can
1: complain. Too. You can complain. You can judge. You can enjoy. You it can be make it sad. Any Anything about the external world. Yeah. you that's your right. But in the end. It's just going to be you in that mirror, For so sure. you just yeah. need to be comfortable with yourself. Well, with yeah. yourself. so that's
0: that was my other point is that that's going to fade, and so I think that if I know so many women who, even though they're smart and they're talented, they've placed their their emphasis of their being on their beauty. Mm-hmm. And as they've gotten older, watching them struggle as they don't get hit on as much, or they're not that woman that grabs all the attention mm-hmm. in the room and, they, and how they sort of act out because of that yeah. in order to garner that attention. It's uncomfortable to witness and it's unhealthy because beauty fades. Yeah. And like, you can still be beautiful at every you age can be wrinkly and hot as yeah, fuck. Absolutely. But, but it, it's still not going to garner the same attention that it did when you were. Yeah, yeah it's 20. about context
2: and understanding that like it mm-hmm. changes. Like I started watching the Real Housewives of New York yesterday and <laughs> Holy you're behind. shit. behind. All of, I started on season nine. So all of what you're just talking about yeah. is so true. Like these women are like, you know, there is actually like a little snippet where they show one of the women going to get their, like some kind of laser treatment or blood facial or something like the vampire facial or sure. some shit. And like, you know, I mean, I'm not, I used to be in a position, I was actually talking to my partner about this too the other day that I used to be very judgy for people that would get, you know, alterations and modifications and all the kind of like, you know, face and body body mod kind of stuff and i was like you know what no fuck that it's definitely like a personal thing if you want to get fillers and your lips and your cheeks and whatever if that makes you feel your most beautiful and it's not going to literally kill you then what do fucking you whatever Mm. you might look like crazy joan rivers at the end you may not it's like that's it's up to you what you feel is like that picture of beauty anyway like you know like you said it's you in that fucking mirror it's in that
1: mirror again if you if you're the most handsome thing in the world and you look at the mirror you feel ugly that's your problem and if you're the most ugly person in the world you get that mirror and you say like holy shit i'm fucking hot and good on you i know know, yes that's that's just yeah and you just need to align if you want to be pretty and you're not pretty you're not aligned if you are super pretty and you don't want to be pretty you're also not aligned so that's just, you know, finding that inner alignment is good. And I'm not saying, like, I wish tomorrow. I know it's too late. I'm never going to grow six inches. So I'm working with the stuff that I had. I just wish it was slightly easier. We all do, I, think we I guess. I do, yeah.
0: like, implants for that now.
1: Oh, you, can, you can chop your legs and, like, there break are, your legs. Oh, I wasn't that's talking too. about your
2: legs. You yeah. should go to Fluvog and buy yourself some <laughs> oh. disco <laughs> platforms. They have really nice shoes that are not super 70s also. I was talking <laughs> about his penis. It was, I, it was I, a dick joke. I ain't got no problem. That one's penis. hard
0: to fix. <laughs> uh, you can buy one.
2: True. That is true. You can buy a purple
0: sparkly one. <laughs> like, and name it Prince. <laughs> or um, Barney. Boom! <laughs> no. How dare it would be you. Fat. The next time I look at it my dildo, fat. I'm going to look at it and go, Barney, and cry a little bit. You're welcome. Nope. I hate Thank it. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us on Where
2: Can They Follow You, Allegra. I'm on Instagram at Allegra Drag. I'm also on Twitter at Allegra underscore spread. I started tweeting again. Yeah. You're Great. welcome.
0: And John L., uh, you have another podcast. Yeah, it called?
1: It's uh, the Fun Shoot Podcast. I Search it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we're also on YouTube. At Fun Shoot Podcast on the Twitter and on st- Instagrams.
0: And I'm on all the things. Just search for me. And if you don't know by now, you never will. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.
1: We got